0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast, I'm Andy Mitten, and I'm stood outside Old Trafford ahead of the league game between United and Crystal Palace uh, We're hoping that the rain stays off because we're selling United We Stand We're hoping for a, another win for the team, uh, following wins at, at Burnley and Palace midweek in the League Cup I've just bumped into uh, Binsey. how are you doing
1: Binsey? how are you seeing United at the moment? I love United win lose draw when we get relegated I couldn't give a flying. I love United but at the moment back ten NARG yeah why well, can't Ganacho get a game see Marcus I'll drive him to PSG I can get a bit of discount on the um, the tunnel you know what I mean at- my mate bought shares in it I'll get him on the fucking boat train no problem
0: right right let's just slow down now right? yeah okay I think most United fans do back 10 Hag. Yeah um, In answer to your question with Garnacho, when he did start him he didn't do great at the start of the season so that, that, that that's how he sees it Who, 10 No, Garnacho. Oh when he started yeah, started yeah. and Marcus you're not impressed by his form Not so far uh, this form Oh, of.
1: he's alright at driving fucking Bentleys into Lampos can't he fucking score a goal now and again for us
0: Um, You said that one of your friends had bought shares in the Eurotunnel Yeah and you know him I know him do I but you're not going to name him
1: I'm late.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do know him. <laughs> yeah. And what I would say about him, he's an extremely all right. extremely shrewd person. Very now, shrewd. Now, him buying shares in Eurotunnel, this podcast has taken a very early twist. Um, what, does that get you discounts?
1: Yeah, you get on the thing for a pound. But I'll take Martial as well. I'll take the two of them there. You're not having them both? No. Not at all? No, not no. Not at all?
0: Fucking useless. But Mar- Marcus um well, rashford had a good season last season though were you, how did you feel when he signed that new contract
1: i'm not interested in the contracts they signed. it's all greed based in it greed greed. he's not he's well how much is he on a week he wants to start showing why you're getting paid the big bucks
0: he's, he's not had a great start to this season but well i see
1: tell me about him last season forget andy we're starting to sound like fucking scousers Forget last season, it's uh, gone. I know that, but ev- ev- everyone goes through a patch
0: yeah. where they're not doing well. Said, yeah. you know some of the greatest well, players. Well, wasn't this he club.
1: hesitating about signing the contract? I think the only reason why they made him sign it is so he doesn't fuck off or nothing. He... Get rid. They don't want to come I here and get rid. You being an
0: Ancoats lad, do you mind?
1: Have Hardwick, come on now, Hardwick. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I apologize.
0: Starts for with that. an A, you got ad- that right. I, uh, I I do apologise genuinely on, for go. that because I know these things matter. I thought you might have more empathy for a fellow Mancunian.
1: He wants to start acting like a fellow Mancunian, doesn't he? You know what I mean? So, anyway, what, how did he how did he Bentley hit the lamp What happened there? Uh, Was he racing Bruno? Pass, right. And I tell you In what, we, question, were no. we were lucky, we were lucky to get out of, not fucking worried about that, to get out of Burnley with a 1-0 win. But we did do. Yeah, we did. Great finish. Yeah, that's all he'd done. Great, who, uh, Bruno? Yeah, that's all he done. Great and I, from Johnny and Evans. And I thought, what are we getting Johnny Evans for? But I tell you what, he was man of the match against Burnley.
0: Yeah? Yeah, like definitely. Johnny.
1: Well, he's a red, isn't he? But, I mean, we shouldn't be bringing 35-year-olds.
0: No, I'll get that. I mean, you he was brought I mean. in as an emergency. I wrote a I'm piece about him. am fucking glad he was
1: there uh, on board against Absolutely Burnley.
0: Not. I wrote a piece about him this week because I knew his backstory and I spent time yeah. with, with, with his family. And people were saying we shouldn't have signed he him was. back. So, well, all I've said is he's been brought in as, as a backup and he's done yeah. well as a backup. I'm not saying he should well, be United central. He was
1: man at a match at Burnley. He was great, brilliant. Loved it. Great yeah. to see. Steady Eddie. And,
2: all and all right. did
0: all right against um, against Palace when he when yeah. he came on the other day listen, last time I saw you, I invited you to come and see our talk of the
1: Devil's podcast in Manchester. Do you want to know the truth? And, and you let me down? I, f- I fucking forgot. You forgot? Yeah. it? I'm, I'm saw... I am was 65 yesterday, Andy. We... My fucking memory's not as good Happy as it birthday. used to be. Thank you. You're a pensioner now? Next year. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, they've changed it, haven't they? Yeah. If, you, if you're in France, you would have been a pensioner for about 15 years yeah. now. Yeah. Because you can, you can retire. Well, next, thing.
1: I'll pack my things on and I'll... Go on. I put you as my guest on the guest list. I know. we very... s- sold out, Binsey, Five hundred people Locking. in the new century
0: hall. Well, you're gonna do it again, then, aren't you? I'll invite you next time. Yeah, definitely. Are you a man of culture, Binzy? Very cultured. You know the theatres and.
3: Uh,
0: oh. Of Manchester. Have you been in the new century Hall before? My mum said, in the 60s, that was the place,
1: that's where Jimi Hendrix played. Right, it no, a, well that a was a bit before place. me. I was in it when it used to be a disco on a Friday night. What was for, it like on a Friday night? For the night? youth of Manchester. Yeah. Just what it was, a disco for kids really, you know what I mean? No problems. But I love going to museums and touring. I was in Madrid last few other week. you know.
0: Where did you go? The Prado? Everywhere
1: my wife knows
0: I don't fucking know. What you it, no. what did you just follow her? Yeah. So she says we've got a museum? Yeah. And you I'll just go. follow her. Yeah, mapping. you go. don't you don't know which one you're in? No. Well no. what what were you looking at in Madrid? Reina Sofia? Was it that one? The uh, art
1: one? Fucking No, the, the the King's fucking palace or something. Oh you went to the King's Palace? Yeah. You like it? There's only one king, that's Dennis, I want to see his <laughs> palace not like the fucking King's Palace in Madrid. So you you
0: went with your partner to Madrid yeah. for a weekend. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: whose idea was it, yours or
1: hers? No, I don't like getting on aeroplanes anymore. Right, so she dragged you to Madrid. Yeah. You get off Madrid. Well we were at the tennis. We like a bit of tennis. Jeez. That, this, yeah. this podcast
0: is taking several turn-ups for the books here. So, you went to watch tennis in Madrid. Yeah. Which sounds very middle-class. Yeah. And well, what I'm were your impressions of the now. Spanish
1: capital? Uh too fucking hot for me it's a great city no? lovely I love Spain I was in anyway. Madrid last weekend I love Spain I love, I love, Spain. The, I love it new... I love down the south me Marbella
0: Palace memories of going to Palace away have you ever done it did you ever go yeah
1: gone? I'll tell you what some of the older reds might know this yeah. they had a fucking midget I don't mean to be offensive and don't take it wrong but they had a midget who was one of their main hooligans Palace big, did. yeah the big open end the he, Road End. Yeah, is. I yeah. was there when we lifted up the title the last night. Ninety-three. Open. Yeah, the away game. But you didn't have a fight with him, did you? No. But one of them yeah. You did not <laughs> boot him.
0: So we had um, yeah, had a good, good win midweek against Palace, and then yeah. we got him again today. We've got to win this, have not we?
1: A better win than that was what? the night match. Mark Hughes, Paulins. That oh, was a great 2-0. performance. Brilliant. We knew, but this. We knew we, this is it now. Yeah. But people were starting to sing. We're going to win, and, went, Shh. and then Alden went and beat uh, Villa. What, was it
0: Villa? That was, it? On a, that was on a different day, but that. Um...
1: No, d- that was on the Sunday, were not yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Well, we've had a few great performances at, at Sellers, but some were against Wimbledon as well. When oh. when they were they were playing there in one of their several um, grounds. So you've seen a win today for United.
1: Yes. Three one. We had quite a reaction to... um. I had an altercation with Vinnie Jones at fucking Wimbledon. See, you did? Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. What happened? Oh, you know, he's, he's a typical football, Cockney footballer, isn't he? Right, so... You saw you... that. He said, Vinnie, oh, Cockney, Cockney wonky. He went, get in here. I went, come on then, fuck off. I'm not going to win the
0: Mama. So wait a minute. <laughs> you were minding your own business and... You spoke to Vinny. Yeah, or, or, Vinny was
1: walking in so, to go so, in, but so I heard he he, he's, he was giving United fans a bit. So of you stick you really. said to him, Vinny, how you doing? He went, yeah, yeah. I went Cockney wanker. And what did he say? I'm <laughs> getting here. He said. Right. And what do you do? i went, come on then. Yeah. Yeah, come on
0: then. And, and what you like, did he like, do? Come
1: on, Cockney, go and fuck all the Cockney so wanker. So you're on?
0: both offering each other out, you and Vinny Jones. Yeah. You in your prime. Yeah. You, you want to w- be? You want to be scared of him? What? When you talked about your spell in a Japanese prison the last time you were on, that that had quite a reaction.
1: (laughs) Fucking did for me. I lost about six stone in weight. (laughs) Fucking hell.
0: I reckon we need to get you back to Japan. Are you allowed to go back there? No,
1: I'm bad. And they deported me to a lovely place, Nagoya. Yeah. Very old and historical.
0: Yeah, yeah it is it's a beautiful city isn't it
1: well i didn't really
0: see it i've seen
1: it from Are you banned from
0: japan yeah if you try how how do you know if you try they wouldn't give you a visa
1: well one of the lads who was with us tried to go back a few years ago yeah and he went all the way there landed at the airport and he got the curly finger
0: did they come here sit over there (laughs) yeah and get back on a plane straight back on the next plane really Imagine how gutted you'd be. Oh, I'd be ill. Well, would jet lag have even started? <laughs> or could, no. you, could you avoid it just to go back? Prediction for today, please. Three-one. Right. I'm not happy with the defence. And then
1: Galatasaray. Oh, welcome Tuesday. to hell. Did you go? I was there. No, Mal. All the
0: lads. I, I was in jail there. with Mal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. was.
1: Yeah, I know. when all we? I, know, I know. Rum. Yeah. Did you bottle it? Why didn't you go? It uh, might have been other reasons. I might have been on another extended holiday at right. the time.
0: Jeez, that was frightening, that was. Was it, but frightening. Well, I was 19, Binty, and I wasn't... Gallipoli. I'll
1: tell
0: you about Gallipoli. Tell you anything you want about Gallipoli. No, I will. Have you been there? No. You know there's graveyards full of Mancunians in Gallipoli with the Manchester Regiment on? And
1: the the Anzacs, let's not forget them, boys. I'll Never forget the Anzacs. The
0: Anzacs, I I was there on Anzac Day. It's a much bigger issue in Australia and New Zealand... And, uh, there she I would is, actually respect,
1: Big Jill. Um, Get Jill on there. I've just Hello, come Big ra- Jill. Hi, I've just come back from Australia watching the Lionesses. Have you? Was it, it good? It was amazing. Yeah? Absolutely amazing, yeah. And you're here to watch the game today? Yeah, definitely. Jill's, yeah. Jill's a, uh, she's a Rochdale contingent. Big United fan? Yeah, big, happy with the big season United started? fan. Yeah, we're not doing too bad. Just need to push up front a bit more.
0: How long have you know i a long time,
1: long, no. long time. You know Teddy, don't you? Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 you. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, he's I, coming in a minute.
0: Well, we were just talking about Galatasaray in '93. Okay,
1: and now uh, led the charge. Me, <laughs> me and your partner were, uh, we're,
0: oh, were speak held. the day. Here he is man. now. Here
2: he is. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's oh, we were oh, just yeah, talking well. about
0: Galatasaray. You're oh, not You've got you a diva on it. My <laughs> gosh, you were there, weren't you, Galatasaray? Of course he was what, made, you. made You know well, you say that right. I was a young journalist with a tape recorder in my pocket. Yeah, I remember and, you had the gunshots. And when they I had the gunshots on it and when they started throwing things at us, I shouted, i have been hit by a brick, but it, me mate went, it was a it was a watermelon in your knob. <laughs> <laughs> I was frightened there. I bet
2: you were you, truthfully. Fifty fifty, it got a bit moody, didn't it?
0: Yeah, a bit moody. I mean, I'm younger. Than
2: you.
0: The um, If it wouldn't have been for United fans, including yourself, at the front of that hotel, that hotel would have been would have been, a, the would parents, have been overrun. Was, it, the lads didn't get involved well because it, it was, was that soft. It was me. frightening. It really was. Good to see you anyway. Prediction okay? for today? Prediction, yeah.
1: Um, my last prediction
4: was two one, but now it's three two.
0: What you've changed? Yeah. How you think it are going to go today? Yeah. so you think Palace are going to score two? Maybe 2 or 1. I can't have another day like that with the other team... They should have a loser. I hope so. An hour to kick off now. Tell the listeners what you just told me.
5: So, um, I'm from Cork. I come over to Old Trafford maybe three, four times a season. Um, So I was diagnosed with cancer in the 2020 lockdown. Um, I suppose it was tough, but what kept me going was watching United. Um, Couldn't go to the matches at the time, but... Ollie, Ollie had us playing some decent stuff at the time. Um, so yeah, I got a clear scan.
0: Well you told us to you, I cancer, didn't you?
5: Yeah, so I got a clear scan in twenty twenty two. Okay. So I just appreciate life in general so much more now and I really relish my, my, my trips to Old Trafford. I remember you coming up to us and we 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 spoke about you didn't we? Yeah. So so you you're all clear now. All clear as Any far as side I know? effects or Yeah, there's been some some side effects but you know, nothing nothing too uh, too sinister yeah. um, but, uh, good to hear thank you thank and you. Uh, who's going to win today United what 3-1 score? 3-1 who's going to score uh, Hoyland Rashford <laughs> and Bruno in what minute ah, <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> just testing your brain still yeah, on yeah, it yeah,
0: yeah. take yeah. care mate thank you Thank you. I'm still outside the away in now and I um, was looking for a decent Crystal Palace fan to talk to and these two ladies just walked up and look absolutely scared stiff of me and they've got no reason to be but how are you feeling? Well, what's your name, first of all? Alison. Where have you come up from?
3: Up from Seven Oaks.
0: How long has that taken you?
3: Four and a half hours.
0: So we always complain when we go to Sellers because it's usually midweek. It takes six, seven hours to come oh, wow. on the coach. You've had to come to Manchester twice this week.
3: Yes, I didn't come to the first one, but my friend here did. Okay.
0: So you've come to both of them. What's your name? Gail. Where have you come from?
3: From London.
0: Right. How does it feel to come to Old Trafford twice in... Four days, it's great. Days. It's a
3: good day out. Yeah? I love it. Yeah.
0: How you? F- how did you feel first of all about the game the other night?
3: I listened to it, and it was a very disappointing performance by Palace. Yeah, the same. I was here. It was a disappointing performance, but the fans were always very supportive. It was. It was still a nice evening, despite the three nil loss.
0: I thought that you've done really well. a Difficult team to play against. Ended Man United's winning run last season. I was a bit underwhelmed with you the other night. I thought you'd be better. Is that fair or...? That's very fair, but we haven't got, we've got a lot of injuries and no one
3: to replace the injured players. We've got a very small squad this season, yeah. so there's no strength in depth. We've basically got the usual 11 players and very little beyond that.
0: So when you go outside of that, so but your problems. 11 are good enough to
3: yeah.
0: get to 11th and 10th and 9th, yeah. but you go beyond that and it's a challenge.
3: Yes, because we've got injuries, so we've got no one else really to step in.
0: What's your opinion of Roy Hodgson, your manager?
3: I think he's great. Yeah, the I was players seem to like him. I was a bit worried when he first came back. I wasn't sure. I was absolutely in favour of um, yeah. Vieira going, but I wasn't sure Roy Hodgson was the right one to come back. But actually, proved me wrong, he's done a very good job. And at this point in time, he's probably the best person to hopefully lead us forward. The young players seem to like him, don't they? They respond well to his leadership.
0: Who have been your best players this season? Who should we be watching out for today?
3: Well,
0: because the team's going to be different. Our the...
3: best players aren't here, unfortunately. Gahey's no, been very consistent. Yeah. Anderson, the defence, actually, to be honest, have been pretty strong. Um, and Decore has been very solid. Lerma, sadly, is not playing today uh, because he's done very well. He's been probably our most successful signing. Um, Elise, who's long term injury. Is not with us and will not be with us by the sounds of it for some time yet um, so really wide players we're a bit struggling with Eze can be outstanding but sometimes has quite a quiet game do you miss Zaha? Um, yes and no um, I think too much emphasis was always put on him being the main man when we actually we had other players that were very important to us uh, but at this present moment in time probably yes if he was fully fit because we're struggling out wide What's been your greatest
0: moment as a Crystal Palace fan? And your worst moment, your lowest point.
3: Uh, the greatest type, uh, match ever was the semi-final in the FA Cup against Liverpool, where we'd lost 9-0 earlier in the season um, in the league. And it was an absolutely fantastic match. And it was, uh, We beat them in injury time at, at Villa Park. And then when we played, of course, Man United.
0: So I was listening to that game outside Main Road before our semi-final. A huge roar went up there were a lot of crystal palace fans in the manchester united section that day because it was liverpool
3: yes absolutely no it was absolutely one of the most memorable matches i'll ever be, have been to um and of course the first match at wembley was very good as well um uh sadly the replay we didn't uh, yeah. manage it managed to do it but uh very very exciting Ed, the free all was fantastic yes
0: it was a great game and then your high points same Exactly the same.
3: Exactly the same.
0: Low points.
3: When we, uh, when we went into administration, no, 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 yeah. um, and it doesn't even, I mean, obviously it is sometimes time ago now. Uh, Can't even think, but we nearly went down and we were saved by do- a Doogie Friedman goal. I think it was at Stockport County Yeah. on the last day of the season.
0: Um, One of my friends, James Scowcroft, used to play for you oh, around that yes, time. Yes,
3: I do remember him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think he scored a hat-trick at Plymouth away. That's what Palace fans remember him for but he he enjoyed it he liked living in south london he felt that it was a real team for south london and the community around the club was really strong and
3: yeah the fans are brilliant i mean everyone says when they come to the ground and away particularly away fans are great the palace fans so it's and it is really the local club that's the joy because obviously we live in an area where we're surrounded by Arsenal, Tottenham... Even Sevenoaks? So can be. So
0: are you originally from South London and have moved out
3: there? Uh, um, well, from Bromley you know, and okay. I've moved to Seven Oaks. So
0: Bromley's pure palace area. Yes. Yeah.
3: But then you still get all the kind long- of armchair fans yeah. that say they're Arsenal or Tottenham. But so never go? No, but never go. How
0: long have you been going?
3: Um, I must have been going now 45 years.
0: And how many games you go to in a typical season?
3: Uh, well, I've got a season ticket at home matches, so right. hopefully, them all. And then we've, uh, I've been to every away match this season so far, not apart the cup, from, not the cup apart match. Not from the cup game. Yes. And you? Um, I've been going since I was 17, so slightly shorter. And I've got a season ticket, and this is my third away match this season. Yeah, it's great. It's been
0: really nice to talk to you. Can I push you for a prediction, or do you not want to tempt that, fate? We're, um, t- we're terrible at home, by the way. What you saw the oh. other night was was unfortunately.
3: A- an anomaly. I, think, I I feel this is not going to be go too well um, today. I think it's probably going to be two nil to Man United. Yeah. Two nil Man United.
0: What do you think do. of Man United? With as a club, as a <laughs> as a fan base, is um, that a complicated question? for a Palace well,
3: no no it's interesting we were just commenting how there would be this would be the ground that maybe people from abroad would love to come and watch a match so I, I guess that quite a number of the fans probably aren't local um, but then well e- loads are Manchester's a big city e- yeah. equally I know I mean my relatives are all Man United fans um, my, my um, from
0: who, from up here
3: yes yeah, so my yeah. uncle used to write actually report on Man United for the Guardian so um his name oh years ago yeah. this was um, so, I've always kind of followed Man United, but not with any great love, I have to say.
0: Yes, yeah, I, I, I accept that. It's lovely talking to you. Thank you. This United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers, and free insulation. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777. Does see if you qualify, there's government money there and it's aimed at helping people like you make your energy bills much better. So if you text the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, to 60777, give it a go, why not? There might be money there for you and you might be missing out if you don't. That's improve easy, text six zero triple seven to see if you might be able to get free solar panels boilers or free insulation in your house there's 57 minutes gone and it's manchester united nail crystal palace one was a really really poor first half where united started brightly that's about the best thing we can say there are I think for a a penalty. So, Palace's only shot from Joaquim Anderson um, flew off Delo, I think, past Andre Onana. Palace have defended resolutely. Four defenders. And just in front of them, they've got. Uh, Will Hughes and Shek Decore and Man United have really struggled to break them down. It's been a bright start to the second half on a really dank, rainy Old Trafford afternoon. Of course it is, we were selling United v down. So the crowd has, has been lifted now because United have got to attack. Uh, too many players have not been in the game. thankfully one of them casimiro has come to life a little bit at the start of the second as has palistre we're going to see a substitution now for united so garnacho's coming on he's just been warming up in front of the strepford end and uh wave to the crowd as this this sang his name and what we're also seeing now tactically is amrobat coming much more centrally from his left back position trying to overload and what we saw in the first half was Casimiro dropping right back between the two central defenders so Garnaccio's coming on now for Colestre so you've heard the response for the crowd there for Garnaccio but was a pretty desperate first half. Let's see if he can change the game. It's made for him, made for anybody. So frustrating. And this is against the Palace side. who are missing seven players. I've just been speaking to uh, one of the journalists who covers Palace and uh, as with the two fans we spoke to before the game, no Palace fan expected anything here. Right, let's see where we go from here. Manchester United nil, Crystal Palace one. That's a fourth defeat in the opening seven league games. Ben Foley, what did you
4: think? Um, you come to this stadium, and on the times when United have been trailing by a goal, you know, in, in all the time I've been coming here and either commentating or even, you know, even playing. You always feel as though there's going to be a grandstand finish you just never got that feeling today it was always going to be a different game to the one on tuesday roy hodgson is an absolute master at being able to set a team up once he gets them in front and the goal that we conceded was poor it was a free kick that was needlessly given away by amrabat hoyland i felt should have cleared it with the header um, take nothing away from the finish mind you but we just didn't really... Yeah, we threatened a little bit in the second half, but you just never, ever felt as though we were on top enough to, to have gone and won the game. And we didn't, have a, we didn't have the clear-cut chances that you would have felt our possession would have turned into. And that was the way that Crystal Palace thwarted us. They lined up really well, stopped us from playing. And, and a lot of our game that was there on Tuesday against this lot wasn't today. Our passing, the, our speed of passing and moving the ball from back to front, it, it just, it, everything was just too laboured.
0: Have you ever thought of working in the media? <laughs> right, let's talk about Palace. I realise the headlines are on United and that's going to be the main for us, but they had a, their four defended well. You had Hughes and Decorey in front of them. United couldn't break them down. No, they couldn't. 75% possession. Yeah,
4: I mean, you, you try telling that to Roy Hodgson in his post-match interview. How do you feel about having tw- only 23% possession at the end of the game? He'll say, I don't care. I'm going home with three points. And that is because he, his team at half-time listened to him. They had something to hold on to, which on Tuesday night they didn't. And, and I said on Tuesday night that this, this particular fixture over these last four or five years has been a fixture for the away side. Palace have been here only three or four years ago and beating us, yeah. Um, and th- they seem to have a... Pro- Roy Hodgson himself, he's unbeaten here as a manager in five games, which I think might be a record. You'll probably tell me that, Andrew, at some point. But, you know, they did. They set up really well. And in Eze, uh, in they've got a player that can really... You know, sort of do something and get you up the pitch and, and just create that little bit of magic. But I thought they worked extremely hard to hang on to what they had, Palace. And I thought in the end, because of how poor United were on the day, I, I thought they were good value for the three points. They were missing seven players,
0: Ben Palace. Yeah, seven from the opening seven league matches. United have lost four of them, so you can handle a freak result. We've seen them before, but
4: I'm pretty worried. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. Um, listen, I didn't have Manchester United to to overhaul City or Arsenal at the start of this season, but if I had, that'd be out the window by now because you can't lose four games in a Premiership season. That would mean now that United would have to go unbeaten for the rest of this season in order, probably, just to get Champions League football. Can't even score, Ben. And and that is, you know, that is a, a real issue. I thought that the that no matter how poor Palace were on Tuesday night I thought scoring three goals not conceding coming off the back of the result at Burnley yeah. I really felt as though that would be the push that United needed to go and create the chances and and to put teams to the sword and to and to win comfortably you know even you know seeing you at half time and having a nice comfortable chat because we you know we're in control and we've got a two goal cushion it, it, today it just never ever felt as though we were ever going to get back into that game We never really created anything that was massively clear-cut to say we should have won that.
0: Where do United go from here? It's Galatasaray, Brentford, potentially, is it even tricky again? Yeah, it is. I've got very little confidence in United at Old Trafford at the moment
4: which is amazing after what happened last year when we lost the first game and we were and we we, we went the entire entirety apart from the Sociedad dad game but I'm talking the premier league here yeah. unbeaten beat everybody beat the best team in the world in manchester city beat liverpool beat newcastle oh, sorry beat arsenal we didn't beat newcastle did we we only got a draw against 0-0. them yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's happened already this season losing to brighton who were our bogey side here and palace have been but i really felt as though these last couple of results was was just that kickstart to get us to the to next weekend, oh no. in the next round of the Carabao Cup, three points on the on the board in in Europe, and finish the league campaign on 15 points, which would have, which would have had us in yeah. or around the top five or six. Yeah. Six, seven, six. Now, you know, before we even go into the game against Brentford, uh, you know, you're probably looking at being roughly in the position we are now. I thank you for your time
6: there was some booze after the final whistle there, what were your thoughts on that affair? I understand. Uh, when, when we play uh, home or, or away, and we play Crystal Palace, uh, well, we have to win uh, and with all respect. and I know every game in the Premier League is difficult uh, and you have to play your best. But I understand that the fans expecting a win and <laughs> we didn't win and we lost.
0: Is your concern that your season is going to be like this? Kind of up and down, couple of wins, defeat, having to regroup, you know, just because that seems to be
6: the pattern so far. Yeah, uh, of course, is that the concern and we have to be more consistent and uh, so this is not a demand for Man United. The uh, demand is that we and uh, we get a row of wins and so get, a, get into a series and uh, but we have to do better than we do now. I
0: know it's very difficult but do you know why it has been like this so far this season why it's been up and down is there any main reason you can give us why maybe
6: uh, I can give you reasons but see uh, uh, you will explain it as an excuse and there are no excuses we have to win
5: is, is Marcus Rashford's form of concern he had such a good season last season he's only got one goal came off today the crowd seems to be lifted by the that
6: as well Oh, I think he knows he can do better as he do now, and I, I'm sure it will come. Uh, he works hard, and that's what he's doing. Uh, um, he will, he will net, he will finish, um, and it will come. Uh, but it's not, um, it's not going automatic. Uh, he has to invest a lot. The team has to invest a lot around him. Um, as we have seen today, we were in the right positions, but then the decision making was not good enough, and. Then we don't score. Uh, Steve. Yeah, it's,
1: uh, Eric, another home defeat. Uh, 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 this, this place, United, you know, Old Trafford used to be a fortress. Are you, are you a soft touch now, Old Trafford? Because teams, lower teams who you just rightly alluded that ex- United won't expect to be, are coming here and winning. Yeah. That's not even the big team like Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Tottenham.
6: We've got to come here this season. Well, we, have, <laughs> we lost now two games uh, in a row uh, in the Premier League, clear. But um, I wouldn't set that conclusion now. But we have to do better. That is definitely the case, and uh, we have to we have to show it uh, also in our body language uh, that um, Old Trafford is a is a fortress, and uh, that you can't get anything here, and uh, and that. The only way you can go away here is with the lose, with the loss, so yeah, we have to do better yeah.
4: You just mentioned body language and I'm not necessarily going to
3: suggest that Palace wanted it more, but each and every player really put in a shift today. Did you feel that you had the same from your team today?
6: I think that I can't blame the players for that they didn't run, um, and they gave. I think everything happened. So in the final part, eh, so first eh, in the both boxes we didn't do well and eh, we only conceded three chances and the three chances were from set place. So that tells me we were in control, uh, we, we were often in the right position in the final part but then, as I just explained, we didn't make the right decisions eh, so in and off the ball. And that is, of course, very disappointing. And we have to be more clinical. We have to be more determined. So if you uh, ask me that question, yeah, definitely, we have to be more determined if you want to score a goal. So you have to show more willingness and to get more impact and to score that goal. Uh, okay, last question at the back there.
2: Since we can push the ball into the box, but United still make some
6: chances. Is the problem of luck? No, it's not a matter of luck. You can't, uh, you can't explain it like this. Eh? That is, um, it's the form of today. Um, uh, from the team, I think uh, um, we we get into the right spot, and then yeah, you have to make right decisions eh, to to create more. But even eh, I think we created uh, many occasions in front of the goal, and yeah, then you have to net and yeah we didn't do and I think you'll be only can blame ourselves
0: go on then have your moment in the sun <laughs> introduce yourself to United West Stand listeners
2: uh, I shouldn't think they'd be too pleased to hear from me at the moment but uh, Adam Sells from Crystal Palace and uh, very big three points backs against the wall afternoon at OT eight players missing from the uh, it was seven and a half time. And I've missed one Look, Nathan Ferguson, he's been injured that long. I'd forgotten about him as well. So eight players. Would he, have, you know. would he have started? If he's probably ever fit, he would, yeah. Okay. But he was signed to be Aaron Wambisaka's replacement. Okay, replacement. So and he, you know how been... long he's been here. And Nathan Ferguson played eight minutes since uh, he replaced Aaron Wambisaka. So left in 2019.
0: <laughs> so how many of them eight would have probably started if they were all fully fit?
2: Uh, Dean Henderson of course but obviously that's Sam's been playing really well so Sam's not uh, not put a foot wrong really so Dean would be waiting his chance but arguably you know there's competition there Nathan Ferguson James Tompkins probably not Jefferson Lerma for sure Michael Alise for sure Odson Edward for sure Um, what did you make of it today? well It's a game of moments, isn't it? And United, obviously, they'll be disappointed with the result. But, I mean, they've had us under a lot of pressure throughout. And, you know, sometimes it's your day. And I think today there were so many balls pinging around that six-yard area and all that. And it's very easy for fans to become annoyed. And just sitting in with you in there and listening to the press conference, you know, somebody asking the manager, are United a soft touch? I mean... On another day, those three go in, they win 3-1 and nobody mentions it. It's just a game of such fine margins. I think it's because it's a fourth defeat. Yeah, of course. Listen, I I understand that from a United perspective. But I'm not going to, you know, stand in front of you and say, you know, they they were played off the park and there were so many other opportunities and things. I think Andre O'Neill made one other save from Will Hughes from about 25 yards. But apart from that, really, Palace didn't trouble him too much. But... um, it was one of those sort of backs against the wall and I don't think anyone travelled after Tuesday and I was here on Tuesday with too much hope, but sometimes you have your day and Roy's very good at this kind of stuff. He digs in, he finds a solution, he finds a way. You know, Palace were very limited in what they could do in an attacking sense today. No Edward, no release, no France of the boy they brought from Brazil who hasn't played a, a, a second yet. They would be his, probably his first choice front three, but they sort of scrapped and found a way of winning, which was not always pretty, but uh, pretty effective, I suppose we could say.
0: You've seen Manchester United twice in five days. What's your opinion?
2: Hmm. Personally, from a distance, I think they're still some way from being uh, what they were, let's say, in terms of... Uh, the last um, 20 years in that sense, but um, I don't think it's a very easy job. Obviously, there's a lot of expectation. You know, I think perhaps, if I look at Manchester United in the way that I do, I think because of the expectancy, I suppose this happens, but they seem for me to overpay for players massively. You know, good players, but you know, you're talking about Jaden Sancho, Michael Elise. Jadon Sancho was £75 million. Michael Isay was £8 million is there really a difference you know in that sense you know I, but I think it's what's demanded by the fans we have to spend 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 but there are a lot of players I think that are out there that probably would do the job that they they probably overspend on and I didn't, I, I wasn't I have to say I wasn't particularly impressed with Manchester United's summer transfer window I think Mason Mount has a is somebody that can drift in and out of games having seen him at Chelsea and for England you know the goalkeeper I think is you know very good with his feet and very capable but I don't know that he'll save so many shots and make so many key saves and Ireland well, obviously it's early days but didn't show up too much today so again I think it's um, you know it's a, certainly a, a work in progress but Nobody likes to hear that at a club like this, unfortunately, do they?
0: Thank you for your time, Adam. And I wish you a safe trip. Man. You are much
2: working six and a half hours up in the car with the train strike today. Really? So now we've got that back to London. Yeah, and so, uh, twice in five days. Yeah, that's a good effort from me, I have to say. Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs>
0: I'll
2: get you there.
0: Cheers. You know what's not fair? The fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location. And then has the nerve just to keep increasing the prices. Now you could just cancel your subscription in protest or you could be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using Express VPN. Well, it's the VPN that I use. I've used it for a long time and it's the best one that I found. What you might not know is uh, what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK, South Korea, United States is watching if you're not in any of those countries. By using ExpressVPN, you can control the country you want Netflix to think that you're in. ExpressVPN has got over 90 countries that you can choose from. So every time you run out of stuff to watch, you just switch to another country and you can unlock new shows. And here's the best part, it's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too. You could watch Programmes on iPlayer, for example, which is the BBC one, and it's free and only available to people in the UK. ExpressVPN is also really fast, and it works on your phone, your laptop, or even smart TVs. So you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com. Forward slash United. Don't forget to use our link so that you can get three extra mums for absolutely nothing. That's EXPRE SSVPN.com forward slash United. ExpressVPN.com forward slash United to learn more. And that's it for this podcast. We're just finishing off the next issue of United We Stand. It'll be out against Brentford. We will sell the current issue one last time against Galatasaray. On Tuesday night, Gulp. I mean, United have got to win that game. Lose that one in the Champions League and that'll be two defeats. So hopefully United will not suffer another defeat. It's hugely disappointing to lose at home against Crystal Palace. And if you got to subscribe to the mag, well, we've held the price for absolutely ages despite massive cost increase. So do so before Tuesday and we'll send you the next 10 issues either in print, or you can take a digital subscription and you can read United We Stand on your tablet or your phone or whatever. There's an awful lot of stuff going in the next issue. Um, Gutter Snipe is very busy once again, and it's not great that it's like that, but that's just how it is at the moment on planet Manchester United. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Until next time, well,
6: until midweek following the game against Galatasaray, Goodbye.